You are listening to Destiny Pizzas. Today is Wednesday, December 25th, 2019, week 316. It's Christmas time. Christmas Day. I'm Drew Patel. I'm Mike Steska. This is Destiny Pizza. And if you've been good, you're going to get a present today. If you're bad, coal. Which, Still if you're poor, yeah, it's desirable. <laughs> it's, it's fuel. Yeah. You can uh, start a fire with it. You can close all your doors and kill yourself. I mean, you don't have to do that. That's what That's happens cool. every so year during the winter time, <laughs> though. Too, it's too, real. Too. This is my PSA. Oof. Don't Oof. use a barbecue as a heater indoors. Yeah, please don't do that. You will die from carbon monoxide. If this podcast saves one life, you owe it to oh, us. Oh, very worth it, then. To spread the gospel. <laughs> spread the This podcast saved my life. Yeah. I mean, I had to listen to, like, 300 episodes to, like, get Six any. Six years in, we realized that it's important <laughs> to save lives. <laughs> Nothing else was useful, but like it's one fact on Christmas Day. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna listen to this the podcast. The crazy thing is, it still happens. Like, oh you yeah, see it on the news, and they're like, family was like they have like a little barbecue, and they're like trying to heat the house, and they die from carbon monoxide poisoning. Yeah, it's sad. Like just certain things, like people are ignorant about. <laughs> yeah. like, they don't carbon know. monoxide, the silent killer. Yeah, just like heart attacks and breast cancer. Most things, very true. Yeah, are silent killers really. I guess that's true. Problems. Yeah, there's not a lot of loud killers unless like uh, you're in a bunch of pain. Car I guess. crash. That's a lot. Yeah, I guess like accidents. Yeah. But like natural causes, I guess. I mean, carbon monoxide's not natural. But like, it could be though. It could be because like, you can have like a cellar. If you have like a cellar and you don't like put a ventilation in it. Yeah. It can like carbon monoxide can okay. pool in the cellar and you'll die. Yeah, I'm just assuming like poisons or anything like that. Natural causes is more like well, carbon monoxide is also smellless and sightless. Yeah, yeah, that's the so problem. That, that's with the si- it. that's very silent. Perfect killer. <laughs> yeah, the perfect crime. Yeah, <laughs> that no carbon monoxide murdering knows. people. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a good super villain power. It's just or just like a monoxide. serial killer who just <laughs> yeah. pumps carbon monoxide into a building and yeah. closes all the windows and doors. This sounds very suspicious. <laughs> Why great Christmas Day <laughs> thing to open Christmas Day? Yeah. Um. Yeah, let's talk. Should we just talk about Star Wars first? Yeah, well, we can uh, start with Star Wars review. Yeah, no spoilers. Okay, Mike, what did you think about this movie? I, I enjoyed this movie. I thought it was a lot of fun. Very, very well done for what they're trying to do. For what they had to do. For what they had to do. Do you think JJ um, um screwed over Rose? Yes, very much so. Because yeah. they like they just didn't use her character. But like, I don't a hundred percent blame them. But it's like they could have found a way to work her into the story. But it was they just like, should fight against the whole sh- movies about fighting against what's wrong. Could yeah, they, they should have done that themselves. Yeah, because yeah, they easily could have had her character there, like go on the mission or whatever. Literally, she's just like they're like Rose, come with us. And she's like, nope. <laughs> I know, like three times in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, go with it. She's like, no, I'm here, but no, not doing it. So, yeah, I thought they were like, it was way too reactionary to The Last Jedi in a way. It was like everything about The Last Jedi, like, changed This it. is the movie Change where it. you realize that Disney is a business. Oh, At the end yeah. of the day, you know well, what I mean? Well, I mean, like, you realize it from The Force Awakens, but like. Yeah, but this is like, 
I think after the they, Last Jedi, because yeah. Last Jedi, you're like, oh wow, Disney's willing to. Take oh yeah, this. yeah, exactly. Yeah, true. And, and then, then they're like, this movie, you're like, no, nope. no, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. They don't want to take any risks. They want to do the path to money. Yeah, they were like, let's do like this kind of the safest in a way. Which they did still take risks because they were like random things, and I'm like, oh, I wouldn't have thought of that. But like, mostly they're pretty safe. Yeah. As far as like all the things that we thought we were going to get some answers in the Last Jedi, they're like, now you're getting all the answers in this one. Whereas yeah. the last one, like, there was so much speculation about all these questions. Like, are and, we going to find out about Ray's parents? Yeah. In the last movie, we found out you came from nothing. Yeah, yeah. Where's who's Snoke? Like, we're going we're to find out like all almost all this in this movie where we thought the Last Jedi would give us some of those answers or something. Or even dangle some bits, but yeah. nothing. Yeah, so that that was kind of reaction to that. And it's hard to judge this movie like by itself. Because it's like, I, I tend to keep thinking about the trilogy as a whole, or even the whole series as a whole. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like, it kind of like if I, this trilogy to me is like, like most, of, like the two previous trilogies to me, they're like, the, the sum is greater than the parts. Yeah. But I feel like each movie is greater than the sum of the movies. You know what I'm saying? Like I think for what? I for this trilogy. I feel like Force Awakens by itself is good. Last Jedi by itself is good. And this movie by itself is good. Yeah. But when you put them together is when the problems I feel like But I think we won't occur. know that until like we get the home release or Very true. Until over time. Yeah. It may be easier to watch this movie once you know. Like once you watch this movie again like you know everything. Tuesday, that is my job. Yeah, on Tuesday, exactly. I will binge mm-hmm. Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and go see yeah. Rise of Skywalker and see how it feels. Because in my head, I think these three movies will flow much better together than the other two trilogies. I guess that's true. Just in my head, that's what I think. Because we know Force Awakens and Last Jedi nearly go right the into each other. But I just think that the, it, they're just the theming so different. That's the thing. Like the the set, like the setup is so different because I don't think like there's not a lot of crumbs. Do you think this movie would have been? Do you think JJ? How much do you think JJ saved this movie? If Colin Trevorrow was there, it probably would have gone a little worse. I think if Colin, if Colin Trevorrow, Trevorrow was yeah. there, yeah, because they would have. Well, like he, he said it. Pal- Palpatine too. was JJ's idea. Like, that's what he, he said that. So that was out of nowhere. Like, that was pretty much out of nowhere. So it's kind of like. I would love to read that script. No, yeah. Colin Trevorrow. Yeah, I'd be interested by that. Isn't it obvious? <laughs> when you're like. Yeah. He's like, she's a clone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm and just I'm, trying to find like. Pe- maybe that's what happened. Maybe he's like, like, okay, well, we need to read your script for Jurassic World 2. And he's like. Yeah. This is the same movie. <laughs> yeah. So you just made this movie again, but put Star, but Wars, Star Wars characters. There's no dinosaurs. There's aliens. Yeah, that's where that's the weird thing is like Jurassic World one so good, Jurassic World two so bad. Yeah, to me, I agree. No, I agree. I agree with that one. Where you're like, oh, maybe directors are fallible. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're some people aren't consistent. Like you, you see, like the really some really good directors, are like oh, every movie they make is like amazing. Yeah, and but then, then they some directors the are like, and you're like, whoa, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's not as uh, as good as you think. Um, but yeah, so I don't. Know, it's this is tough because I did enjoy the movie a lot. 
Yeah, I, I really dug the movie. I think it got an unfair shake in, by the critics. Yeah, I think they're just... They Stor- hate the last movie of all of them. No, they, well, they like the Last Jedi. No, but they always hate like in trilogies. They always hate the third movie. They always hate the last movie. True, except for Revenge of the Sith. They actually like that one. Well, that was the best one of the tr- three. That's yeah, I think I hard. guess you're on a low bar. Yeah, <laughs> low bar. You're like finally something better than the last two we got. But yeah, it's kind of like the wrapping up is always the hardest to do because you're like, oh, you can't leave unanswered questions. Really, like mm-hmm. you can leave some, but not like enough where it's like. Well, that's a huge plot point leaving out there. And that's kind of where The Last Jedi does a disservice to this movie because it's like, well, you didn't, you kind of answered some of these well, questions, but you're like making it work, you're making it harder. Yeah. And like The Last Jedi was like two and a half hours of, uh, sounds horrible to say, like a fluff kind of, where not much happens in The Oh, yeah. The Last Jedi. It's a more of a We're- study of the, some of the characters and the internal yeah. struggles and not so much like an adventure. I mean, that's kind of what Finn and Rose are doing a little bit, but like it's more like it's Poe because Poe's like, let's just do this. Like we have the power. Yeah. I was like, no, we can't do that. Yeah. So I guess that see, that's where I think Last Jedi helps a lot with this one, because Mm -hmm. in, in this movie. You realize like it's it takes elements out of. Actually, that's what I uh, that's my uh, I'm going to say it. This movie is the perfect combination of Force Awakens and The uh, Last Jedi. Where yeah. you get some of the stuff where in Last Jedi I feel like it pointed out a lot of flaws in the Star Wars movies yes. and the mythology. Mm-hmm. Where you see that where they question these things and I guess it's not too much of a spoiler where it um uh, is it Poe or is it Finn who asked Lando? He's like, how did you do this? Oh, it's Poe. Yeah. And that's the question I always have when I watch. When you watch the original trilogy, you're like, how does a moisture farmer yeah. lead the revolution? He ends up being like the re- like the top dude. Yeah. He saves everyone. In, in a week. Mm-hmm. So in the, the next Star. movie, mm-hmm. he's like the leader. Yeah. He, and you're like, a few months ago, this guy was on Tatooine, <laughs> ready yeah. to join the Imperials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was so desperate to get off that sand planet. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of the times when people talk about Star Wars, they're wearing these, like, the Oh, they definitely glasses. are, because there's, there's so many flaws in the original movies. Mm-hmm. Like, no Star Wars movie is like... And even George Lucas recognizes that. Yeah. That's why he's constantly trying to change it. Exactly. There's no canonical, like consistency really in the star wars movie it's just how much you want to pick at it mm-hmm. and it's okay to pick at it but as long as you like you, you should know that star wars every movie's like that it's not like people think oh the original three that's like that was perfect they, they laid it out the groundwork perfectly it's like no not really like you the certain point of, like it's fun they didn't know what they were doing yeah like the certain point of view thing i i really like that because i'm like oh it does it sounds cool but they didn't know that at the time like when they put when they put, it, like, Vader was not Luke's father. No. It, he wasn't until the second one. But, okay. but so I have an argument against that. Because yeah. they're, the original script says, like, no, I killed your father, right? Mm-hmm. Was the script. And then only James Earl Jones. And Luke, and uh, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill knew. Yeah. Because if he said that, then Luke, that's what we've all known. 
right? Yeah. That Darth Vader killed my father. He's like, you killed my father. Yeah. No, I am your father. It wouldn't make sense if he was like, no, you killed my father. No, no, I'm not talking about that point, but like, I I was listening to this podcast and they were talking about like the, like the how they wrote Empire and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, first they sent it out to somebody else and like that script's online. There's a script online yeah. where they didn't, George didn't give any guidelines that Luke was the father or like Darth Vader was the father. So that was never in that script or anything. Mm-hmm. So like the when they developed that movie originally, like I'm sure he thought of it after A New Hope, but like that was never. It's very clear from when, when they made A New Hope. Think about it because you yeah. you see the kiss. Yeah, you see, and no one in their right mind. Yeah. Unless well, he's like really like I'm gonna trick this. Yeah, audience. but there's a kiss in Empire also, that's weird and that's too. when he knows. That's when Lord George Lucas knows because he said there yeah. is another. So he knew Leia was his sister at that yeah. point. So that's the weird one to me. That is the weird one. It's like oh, he didn't. That's very strange. So like they've been doing like, and that's why I think when Disney did this trilogy, it's like oh, we'll do some same thing they did originally trilogies. They didn't know what they were doing story wise. Yeah. And they went from story to story. But they did have George Lucas, who was a guy who oversaw it all. That, that's the difference here. Yeah. Is they, they had no guy to oversee it all. So well, they were like, oh, Ryan Johnson, do whatever the Kathleen hell you want. Kathleen Kennedy was supposed to be that person. I know. But that's, she kind of just let everybody do what they wanted. And that's kind of hard to do with the trilogy. You can do that individual movies. I don't think it's the trilogy aspect. I think it's harder to do with Star Wars. Because I Definitely think everyone such has Star a Wars. personal relationship with Star Wars. Yeah. Where there's a reason that J.J. Abrams is the voice of Dio. There's a reason why so many celebrities have had cameos in this last trilogy. Yeah. It's because Star Wars means so much to so many people that people want. Like, and that's, you could see it with Mandalorian, where it's these directors Mm -hmm. who are taking what they felt was the, their best part. And like, I'm going to explore it. It's hard when it's, when you're doing that con- like continuation, when you're like, okay, we're doing a new trilogy. Mm-hmm. JJ, you make a movie, and he's like, well, this is what Star Wars is to me. Yeah. Then they go to Ryan Johnson. They're like, okay, this is what Star Wars is to me. And they're like, shoot, that didn't work. Okay, let's bring back JJ. Yeah. And it's like, and he has to kind of meld between the two. Yeah. Which I didn't think he did, but it just... It, and even George Lucas. But when, when you, you watch him, it, it just sounds like... Even though it's probably just trying to cohese them together, it sounds like two directors going at it. It seems like because yeah. it's like Ryan Johnson's took everything that JJ didn't be like, I'll oh, get rid of the mask, get rid of Phasma, like, get rid of all these things. And then, like, when JJ Abrams comes back, he's like, I'll bring back all these things. So it's, kind of, it's just weird to story wise, it's kind of yeah, strange. You can tell, it's like you could tell the you can just tell it. that's the problem is like. It's hard to separate those two things from each other. So I keep thinking, oh, like, oh, he did this, like, he did this in direct response to that. So it's kind of weird that, like, it almost seems like they didn't, he didn't even really make, like, I wonder how much is his idea as opposed, like, because did he write the, I think he wrote this script before the movie came out. I can't remember. They had to have altered this script. All I'm saying is, yeah. Like, when the movie, when they saw the last Jedi reaction, there's no way they wrote, because I think he was writing it before The Last Jedi came out. I don't think it's all, he's like, oh, I'm going to respond this way. I think the movie no. came out, then he's like, all these things people are complaining about, I'm, I'm going to do, give them what they wanted. And it just almost seemed like a checklist of those things. Yeah. But then there were Which, a lot of other interesting things that were like explored that were set up from the beginning. Like, I think the whole, 
all the Kylo Ren stuff and Ray stuff, I feel like their journeys were kind of from the beginning. I feel like mm-hmm. that mostly tracks to me. Yeah. Is like the the whole Kylo Ren arc. Like the they're both like Ray's kind of got a darkness and she's good she's and she and he's got a, a goodness but he's like dark he's, it's yeah. like they're like yin yang opposite i feel like that really works and that's that's really the heart of the whole trilogy anyway uh the, that the, those two characters of like just their journey i guess that that tracks so that's that's why i'm okay with whatever they've done because that that works and that's the most yeah. important thing to that story but it is a it's just a weird group of films that it just seems like the fact that ryan johnson didn't really there was no outline is kind of weird because ideally you you seed some clues because there's not you don't really need to see the last jedi to know anything about this movie and that's the weird thing like if there were a reveal a couple of reveal like palpatine back there was a hint at that in last jedi like even if it was just like a laugh at the end of the movie exactly i feel like that's enough whereas this seems like it came out of left field in the third movie yeah which i can't remember the other trilogies of something coming that far out of left field that's the thing though i'm sure there is yeah i like maybe it's like me being like the devil's advocate I'm yeah sure there is because in but i'm just trying to think think like clones to sith i don't we already knew that story basically though so that was the there's nothing really gonna be surprising but like even empire to jedi i just feel like like that like the last jedi doesn't feel like, I feel like the middle, the job of the middle film is to, like, only, I, only because the other two films did it, is to prepare you for the third film, but the middle film here kind of either ends it or begins it. Like, Let's Jedi, Let's Jedi to me can be the first film or the last film. Yeah. Because it kind of sets it up, oh, like, we're, we're exploring this, oh, it's, everything's different now. Or it's, um, it's, or it's either, and it's either setting it up, like, oh, we can, now we can go and do a couple more movies. Or it's ending and be like, oh, okay, and then the future world, like that little kid or everybody you're gonna grow up with, the force or whatever. But it didn't set you up for the next movie, so I thought that was kind of weird to do the second movie. Well, it sets you up for the fact that like they think they're alone, like the resistance thinks that no one is out there to help them. Yeah, but this movie kind of continued that. Yeah, there was no one really like by even a year later, there was no one really there to help them. So that yeah. was I thought that was weird. Because, like, they were kind of saying, but there is. So, I just kind of feel like Force Awake. like, I feel like the first two movies are kind of either one movie and there should be a couple more. That's the thing. Like, that's what I it feels like. I think we both like. agree on is that yeah. there should have been, I think this movie should have either been three hours long. Yeah. Or there should have been. Because like, I would love a first, I would love a whole movie of, like, them discovering Palpatine is still out there or something. Yeah. Like, maybe that message comes out at the beginning in the movie. And that's the whole movie is like, oh, and then they discover him. The, and then they're like, whoa. Like, but Pal- the problem is yeah. that the opening crawl system exists in all these movies. So it requires there to be a huge gap of time. Yeah. Where something well, that's why I'm okay happens. with it. Because that's Star Wars. That's, that's Star Wars. That's Star Wars. That, that All the movies have that big time jump. It's like, oh, lots happened. Like the Clone, Clone Wars. The Clone Wars has begun. You get to the Sith. The Clone Wars is basically, they're it's at over. the end. They're yeah. at the end. So I don't, I'm totally okay with that too. That's why, like, Star Wars, you, you get a lot of these things. I'm like, oh, that, they've set precedent. So The I'm, weird thing that... Mostly I'm fine with it. I just wish if, if it had some kind of overarching, there'd be seeds of it. And I'm sure there are. We, I'm sure I have to go back and watch the movies. I'm sure there are seeds of some stuff. Yeah. The weird thing I didn't like is it's very rushed, and it's rushed to the point where 
there are things that I could tell you that I think will blow your mind about the movie. Yeah. Uh, you know the scene where Kylo is like, he's like killing all those people. The beginning. In the beginning. Yeah. You know where that what planet he's on? No. I'll give you a hint. It's a planet we've seen before. Mustafar. Yeah. Oh really? Isn't that mind blowing? That's sick. See, I thought we would have gone to Vader's castle. I guess it's in Crumbles. All those people are still cool. Are Sith pilgrims? That's the thing about this movie. It's very like Rogue One esque. Remember Rogue One where they're like, boosh, boosh. They go to like ten planets in like two seconds. That's what they do in this movie. The first half hour, you're like, boom. Apparently, he gets his helmet repaired on Mustafar. Oh, that's what's going on. Yeah, I kind of thought that was Mustafar. Is that where you find? Oh, I don't want to spoil. Yeah, yeah, that's where where, he finds. Yeah, but it's like. I wish there was some way that we knew that, if that or that was presented more to us. Yeah, I guess it's just kind of hard to do it because they never really—they never do that whole plan. Like this is the planet. Yeah, that you're on. Yeah, but um. So yeah, what do you rate it? I uh, probably get seven out of eight. Yeah, I give it eight out of eight. I think it was a fine movie. Just little things. I'm good uh, with it's it. Seven and a half. I would round up to eight. Yeah, I'm good with it. I still think I like both the other. I like Force Awakens and The Last Jedi a little bit better. Yeah, but I do really enjoy this. I, there were a ton of things I loved. Like I love, I love that they put the three characters together, like Poe, like the trill, like the, the crew. Because yeah. I felt like that that the works Han, a lot. Luke and Leia of the new trilogy. Yeah, I feel like that works a lot. C three PO kill it in this movie. Like yeah. they finally gave him a lot to do. I I really like that. There's all the pairings, like all the. Ray Kylo stuff I really like. Mm-hmm. I just wish it this wasn't was like awkward. Too, yeah, it was because just so. I think in the other in Last Jedi, I found it to be more awkward, mm. like the shirtless thing. Yeah, that was that's weird. I think it's supposed to be a joke kind of you thing. They tried to fuse comedy, didn't really. Yeah, work. but I thought this movie was funnier. Yeah, this movie is way funnier. Yeah, for sure. And is the, he always like this all the damn time. <laughs> they, I mean, I think he's amazing at like world building to all the ca- creatures and characters. Yeah. That's like one thing JJ's like, man, they, they put so much effort in this and they're only going to be on this planet like for like 10 been, minutes. Those could have just been normal looking horses, but they like moved the eyes and the faces and everything. Yeah. So like, this is definitely like, like, I mean, you're seeing it for a third time. You could definitely, so many details in this yeah. movie. This is rewatchable as hell. Like, I definitely think this movie's probably more rewatchable than The Last Jedi, honestly. Yeah. There's a lot more going on. So, I don't know, like, Yeah. I, I still really like this movie, so I'm not I'm not trying to put it down. There's just some things I'm like, because of the trill, it's hard for me to separate the all of it from it being a standalone thing. Like I think if this was just like the whole trilogy in one movie, I think it works. But the fact that there's other two movies makes me <laughs> I, question I think a lot of things. I liked how the Last Jedi made us feel hopeless at the end of it. Yeah, where. At the end of Empire, you don't really feel hopeless. At the end of the Attack of the Clones, you feel optimistic almost. You're like, oh, they turned things around. It's not too bad. Like, <laughs> yeah, they have I a guess. fighting chance. Where Last Jedi, you're like, oh, this could very well go wrong. Well, I feel like they end on an optimistic note. They're all together. They're all they, together, they, but they, they're they like, oh, escape. they can follow us on Lightspeed. They can, like, no one came to help us. Uh, and Luke is gone. Yeah. Very dark. I like that. That's that's yeah. this this movie redeems the resistance through that. Yeah, that's true. Or does it? 
That's true. Go watch it and find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or does it? No, no spoilers. Yeah, uh, I guess I do like that aspect. There are some things that do communicate together. Where right? I think it, that flows better. That's true. That arc is much better. Yeah, the arc of the resistance overall is pretty good because they're just like, it's down to them, like the, them against the world. Yeah. So that's cool. And I guess people were upset that you see a same sex couple, but they have zero story. <laughs> yeah, they're just there. It's like the one couple <laughs> in the whole universe that we've seen ever. That's true. And also, I think, th- I think that planet they go to earlier. Like that desert planet? Yeah. I think those aliens are based on Indian people. I'm not <laughs> sure if they are or not. It are was they really... going back to their prequel? Is that what JJ meant when he's like, I gotta wrap up all six, nine movies? Yeah, you know like, what? You know what? Phantom Indian Menace people was... haven't been represented. <laughs> Phantom Menace was part of those movies. We gotta do some races. <laughs> I was like, they didn't have any accents, though. Is that yeah. <laughs> step in the right direction? But the necklace looked like an Indian necklace that they just tied extra bows on. Interesting. So... I'm more curious to see how this affects Galaxy's Edge. I don't understand how it's going to affect it. I feel like it won't at all. I feel like it should. The thing is, like, Rise of Resistance, that ride came out, and know who's on that ride? Kylo Ren. Yeah, Kylo Ren. (laughs) So there you go. I think that tells you. Yeah. That's the thing about the movies coming out every two years, is we're already at the end, where they would have bought themselves more time if it was, like, every three years. Yeah. Do you think we're going to get movies on the other characters now? Because Bob Iger said he was like, yeah, of course, we're going to do that. Like Finn, Poe, and Ray. Like, what is the story, though? No. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Because the Skywalker saga has always been about, like, the Empire or the First Order versus the Resistance or the Rebels. Well, I guess the first three movies were about well, the Jedi. Trade Federation. Jedi versus the, the Separatists. The Separatists. The, the trade, yeah. So the droids, but like you'd have, you couldn't do another war right away. You'd have to be no. a different story. It could be a different story. I'm just curious what those people are doing. Like what's, even, what's even Ray doing with, with, with like, her life? Like what's happening after? I, I don't know what's happening after. That's what we find out in the next movie. <laughs> there you go. I'm interested by it there for sure. <laughs> Tell me maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should we switch off? I'll do one. You do one. All right. Yeah. Okay. I watched a movie called Big Bear. Is it about Big Bear? It takes place in Big Bear. Yeah. It was shot in Big Bear. Oh, cool. Um, it's about a. Bu- Is there a bear? No. Oh, okay. It's a group of friends who go to, to Big Bear for a bachelor party, and the bachelor had his engagement, or his pretty much his fiance breaks up with him mm-hmm. right before the bachelor party. Like, day out of the bachelor party. So, it's like, it's crazy. The cast is pretty crazy. It's Tyler Labine, a- Adam Brody, the guy from the OC. Yeah. Um, the dude from Happy Endings. He's in other stuff, too. And another guy who's in stuff. Like, it's, they're all people that look familiar. Yeah. When and did then, this movie come out? Uh, 2013. Okay. Huh. 2017? Okay. Oh, a couple years ago. Uh, this guy's in it. Pablo Schreiber. He's in stuff. Yeah, yeah. I know that guy's face. <laughs> yeah. And then Joey Kern, who I think he's in um, Super... Yeah, he's in Super Troopers. Mm-hmm. So it's like crazy. Like, I was like, wow. Uh, Zachary Knight is the guy who was in Happy... Knighton. 
was in happy endings. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so he has his bachelor party, even though his fiance dumps him, and mayhem ensues. It was a fun movie. I don't know. Nice. Give it like a five out of eight. It wasn't like a. It was just like a turn off your brain and watch it type movie. We'll see. What did you watch? I watched uh, one day at Disney. That uh, a documentary. Doc- documentary about uh, what they did is they took like five different employees who work at Disney throughout various industries, and they just like, like basically interviewed them about why they love what they do and all that stuff. So they followed like a train conductor at Disneyland. Uh, what's her name? Robin Roberts at Good, Good Morning America. Yeah. Um, they, uh, an animator, um, actually a couple animators, like, uh, yeah, it's a couple animators and who's the, the, I think there were five, I can't remember, but yeah, they basically chronicled their life and like, oh, what, what, like they all, how they got, got into it and their different journeys and stuff. So it it was interesting, but, uh, yeah, so it was, uh. It's pretty good. I mean, I prefer like the imagining story where it's the history yeah. and all that. Did you watch the shorts that they released too? One day at Disney shorts. I haven't seen the shorts. No, it's pretty interesting. The first one is I don't. Oh, I think it's an animator as well. Mm-hmm. And the second one is a ride technician who does scuba diving. Oh, okay. So he works on Nemo's underwater adventure. Mm-hmm. And Jungle Cruise, but he has to like wear a scuba suit to work on them. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Huh. And they're like five minutes. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So it's pretty good. Certain people were more interesting than others, but yeah, it's all based on the individual. But yeah. it, was, it, was, it was an interesting watch. Probably give it. I probably get like a five out of eight. Okay. I watched Better Watch Out. Which we watched Christmas the, movie? It's the Christmas horror movie. Oh, okay. Home Alone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you Christmas go. Movie. Okay, that's what it was. And it was one of those movies where I lately I've been like watching the trailers and you're like, well, I know this isn't happening because the trailer said so. Yeah. And boy, was I wrong about <laughs> this movie. Oh, really? The yeah. trailer doesn't... You're very misled. Oh, interesting. So, it was a fine movie. Kind of disturbing, but fun to watch. Um, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything on this one, so go watch it. Like a six out of eight. And then I saw the Two Popes Netflix movie about the tra- transition from uh, Pope Benedict to Pope Francis when Pope Benedict just see like. He up and retired, so they're like two popes at the same time. Yeah. Um, what do you it, think? Why do you think he retired? Give us the Catholic. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know the real reason. Like, well, I don't know how the real the movie is. I assume the movie's re- real, but he was just like not feeling it. He's just like I don't. I'm not supposed to be pope or whatever. I guess well, that could it, be it, a problem. It was kind of <laughs> like he was the more he was like conservative guy. Yeah, and the new pope's more like liberal. Uh, like, gay people are fine. Wait, <laughs> nope. Just got told my earpiece that gay yeah. people are still bad. I mean, like it's on a it's on a scale of yeah. like they, like they'd probably all be conservative here, but like 
within. No, I feel like he's pretty liberal, though. Yeah, comparatively, like, like in like yeah, it's with, pretty shocking. Yeah, like, like it's Whoa, a, the Pope is saying this. Yeah, so that was like the big thing. Where when they were originally voting when John Paul II died, because they, they all the cardinals get together and they vote on the next. So he, like, they're like, oh, are they going to go more conservative? Or they're going to go with this new guy, and it was basically down to those two guys. And then they picked the more conservative guy, and he was just like status quo and like oh, just whatever it's been. And then I guess he he just felt he had to step down, so they he met with the other guy, and that's basically most of the movie is t- takes place of them having the conversation mm-hmm. of like first. I didn't know, but he was trying to like retire. He was trying to like retire. He didn't even want to be a cardinal anymore. He was like, I'm trying to, like, he just Benedict. Um, no, um, Francis. I guess uh, the guy right now. He was yeah. like, he was trying to step down and just be like a regular priest because he didn't want to live in the because he he doesn't want to live in like the lavish. Yeah, that's the thing too. It's like he's he's taking the pope to what it should be. I he, think. Yeah, he's trying to take it to the like to the people, back to the yeah. people, and he like washes like poor people's feet and stuff he just does different stuff where he's just trying Gave to be away or he stopped wearing the golden crucifix yeah he's trying to live as simple as possible so it was interesting to see that because it was just like a like you could make this i feel like you could make the same movie around two characters like 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 politics in this country yeah. <laughs> like a, a like, like the conversation between uh obama and trump like remember when i mean trump I- was like <laughs> when he got elected and like the president has to invite him in oh yeah yeah That'd be interesting. That'd be an interesting movie to watch. I'd be interested in seeing what would happen in, let's say, hypothetically, 2020, if the Democrats can get it together. Yeah. I would love to see the conversation between oh Trump gosh. and his replacement. That'd be so weird. I don't even know what that would be. What, is, what, is be his so letter, what would his letter say? Would he even write a letter? It'd be in you're supposed to write. You're, you're supposed yeah. to write a letter to your... <laughs> It'd probably be one of those things where it's like, oh, he broke the tradition again. He broke yeah. this tradition. That's true. He's like, I'm not... He's like, I'm not going to be at the inauguration. I'm not flying off in that helicopter to go. I'm, no. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be so weird. Well, we may not find out. Who knows? Who knows? Well, hopefully we have to find out. Eventually. Ho- hopefully we do. Um, Unless he changes the constitution. Like <sighs> Putin is trying to do. Never know. Um, yeah, so, uh, so Anthony Hopkins is... Uh, he's Benedict. He's the older... Like the Ger- he's the German uh, pope. And then... Uh, What's the guy's name? He was the High Sparrow in uh, yeah, other guy in Game of Thrones. I'm like, he's played this role already. <laughs> Jonathan Price. Jonathan Price, yeah. So he's uh he's Benedict, and then it also goes. It's mostly them having a conversation, and then he it goes into like his backstory of like him in Argentina and stuff. So that was kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, it's pretty good. Probably give it like a six out of eight. Yes. Let's talk about the Mandalorian, the penultimate episode. Yeah, episode seven of eight. Stressful. Ooh, very stressful. But I think this is the answer to a lot of people's problems. Yeah, where they're like, eh, "It's just an adventure every day." You're like, "No." Yeah, it's like, "No, there is a story still." It's building a crew. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Slowly. Yeah, yeah. It's just slow paced. I kind of yeah. It's kind of like. The Mandalorian is kind of the opposite of The Rise of Skywalker, in a way, in pacing-wise. Yeah. Because it's a TV show, first of all, so you have more time. So you're like, it can't be nonstop action the You whole do, time. but you don't. Because I think it's only been around, like, three hours. That is true. I forget they're only, like, 38, 35 minutes. But they're not <laughs> sometimes, even. Sometimes because that 30 includes minutes, yeah. the recap. That is true. So it is, like... And the credits. It is, like, 30-minute like, episodes. Yeah. That is true. So, stressful episode, though. Oh, yeah. Lot, lot going on this episode. 
Yeah, I watched. I woke this up one. They also went like plant to plant. They're like boom, boom, boom. Yeah, it's like oh, cool. I thought they were gonna pick up Amy Sedaris's character. Me too. I thought she was gonna be, but a she was babysitter. also the most useless one because true. She gets held at gunpoint, so. and she's also the most like she's kind of occupied. Like she has a job. <laughs> she <laughs> got paid well. <laughs> Not last time. That's true. Allegedly, but she's we don't busy. Know how much, I don't know how with much any of that currency pit, works. Pitroids. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh, and so our question, they brought IG-11 back? Yeah. Which I always was calling IG-88, which I found out is only the name of the droid. Yeah, that's... And Return, that, yes. not the droid. And I think they're all IG series, probably. Yeah. But, um, yeah. But yeah, I, love, I think this is my favorite episode to date, I think. Is, I, I love this one. Is Quill dead? Yes. No way. <laughs> you don't think so? You don't think anyone's dead. I hope not. Who are we gonna find out? Who's like feet? Are you think that's a tease for next season? Then maybe, what? Like whose feet was at the end of episode six? I assume it's Moff Gideon, who's Giancarlo Esposito's character. I don't know. I kind of assuming it may be Boa Fett, and it's a tease for next season. I don't know. I would be shocked if it was Boba Fett. I don't know. That's the one person I. They're on Tatooine. I mean, that means he's been hanging out there for nine years. But yeah, (laughs) I just got out of that Sarlacc pit. Took me nine years. I was gonna go see my I friend. <laughs> you killed my friend. <laughs> well, I don't know because it. But do you think they're gonna tell us? How are they? How are they gonna reveal to us? I think Moff Gideon's gonna be like, "I know you're strong. You killed this assassin." Oh, I just think that's a weird way to reveal it, though. Like, why would he show up in the episode but not immediately? We know that that was him. It's just a weird tease to me. I don't know. We'll find out. I like. I think maybe we she. We only have like two more. I kind of think maybe like Ming Na Wen's character is still alive. I think so too. Because the, the only way we would get that reveal is if she shows up. And then we're confirmed that that that's the person because she's there. Yeah. So, I don't know. Anyways, I'm, I'm digging the show. I can't believe there's only one episode left. I'm kind of bummed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I love The Mandalorian. <laughs> it's a great show. I, I enjoy it. I think they. Good job, Disney. Good job, John Favreau. Good job, Dave, Dave Filoni. Filoni. See, I think Dave Filoni should be the, the Kevin Feige of Star Wars. That's what I would do. I think he is kind of of TV right now. Yeah. Just give it to... I just let him do the movies, too. Let him oversee. He doesn't have to direct, but, like... And maybe he's a consultant. Is he, I don't know if he... He should be I a consultant. So. I think he should be a consultant. I didn't on see on everything the credits Star- the two times I saw the movie. On everything Star Wars, I would make him a consultant, at least. I think I th- it is going to be going forward. I think it's very clear that, like... Yeah, Disney's like gonna step back and be like, "Shoot!" I think they're gonna do the do? Warner Brothers thing where they like, "Let's just make movies, good movies." Yeah, like we don't need these trilogies unless we have an idea for a trilogy. Well, that's what Bob so. Iger also said is like, it's not gonna necessarily be trilogy format unless it yeah. calls for a trilogy. Exactly. If you have a, tri- if you know the at least the, and I think they did have an outline as far as like the Ben Solo stuff, like that. To me, that's kind of clear. They had some kind of arc, yeah, in mind. So it's not no plan exactly, just not as regimented as other people would like, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then Watchmen, Watchmen ended. Did you ever keep up with Watchmen? No. I dig it. You should go back to it. You hear that it might do a season two? Really? Yeah, without uh, Damon Lindolf. Yeah, that's going to be tough. Like, I felt a lot of charm of this show was that you were kind of like... You're trying to catch up with the narrative, like you were in, set in a world, like you 
you may know the Watchmen comic, but you're like now and you're in the present, you're trying to discover the new world. And like you get to see where like you get to see a lot of new characters in the beginning, and then midway through they add more of the older characters back in. And I feel like like this is this is like a great example of a sequel that worked really well, I in my opinion, because they really gave you all that like they gave you a new story of foundation and you're like oh i don't even need to see the old characters but then they bring the old characters back in you're like oh this this fits in really well to what they're doing um so i think they they kind of knocked us out of the park a season two would kind of be like useless they can do it like i can see where they go but it's just not as interesting to me i like off the top of my head because this seemed impossible in and of itself and a lot of the fun I thought was like discovering the world, and now you're like, no time is going to have passed. So it's yeah. like, what do you do exactly? But they could always surprise you. But like, I thought this was pretty well done for what they're trying to do. So I definitely recommend you watch. I think it's only it's nine episodes, I guess. Mm-hmm. And very, very good show. I loved it. I liked it a lot. Uh, and then I watched The Runaway Season 3, which is the end of that show. Yep. I dug this show. I think they... Season this 3. Is such a, this was a show I was so excited for, and I never watched a single episode. Yeah. So. I mean, it's pretty good. It's like... Yeah, it's really interesting. Because they, they pivot... Like they, it's kind of what Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has done, is where they're just like... Just pivot into what you think you can do, because mm-hmm. they, they're kind of like... Not hamstrung, but they're like they're forced into a story, but then they're just like just take it a different direction. So like they go more, they go way way more mystical. So like in this season, like and they split it up too. Like that's Shield did that too, where they broke it off into it's one season, but there's like three different main storylines. And this they kind of split it up into two different storylines, where half of it was like they were fighting these aliens, and half of it they were fighting these like sorcerers. So it was kind of really well done where they made it a completely different show, kind of, in a way. And I think that's that's what made that show work, is the evolution of it not be stuck into, let's repeat the same exact thing we've been doing. Mm-hmm. So I thought, it, I thought it worked really well. I'm kind of sad to see it go, but getting all these other Marvel shows, I mean, I like, I'd rather have a Kevin Feige show anyway. But, uh, yeah, I thought, like, Marvel TV shows kind of got a bad rap, but they've they've been okay mostly. It's like kind of Inhumans was really the only, and Iron Fist and yeah. Defenders kind of sucked too. But mostly everything else has actually been pretty solid. It's just like they're just kind of segmented because they're not doing the they're doing the smaller story version of things. They're not the bombastic like like what DC's doing with TV, where they're like doing all the mainline heroes. They're, they're, these are like a lot smaller stories, I guess. Not that pretty well. But that's kind of the end of the era of Marvel television. I don't think there's any except the new ones they're making, but until Shield ends, I guess. But yeah, end of an era. Yeah. Uh it's time for discussion this week. Add or remove from Star Wars Canon. Mike? You have anything that you'd want to add or remove? I wanna add the the Jarger Binks Dark Jarger Binks theory. Mm-hmm. I wish that was real. <laughs> I wish he was a Sith all along. I feel like that'd be really cool. No, that's a cool idea. And I wish there was any. I doubt there's any nugget of truth to it in reality, 
But I think I think that's a really cool theory. I wish it was canon. <laughs> Make Jar Jar so much cooler. I want to remove the Metachlorians. Yeah, I agree. Because I think it'd be so compelling if you were the child of a very powerful Jedi and you had yeah. no Force powers. Well, we don't know if that's not true. Yeah, but it'd be if see what I. I think Dave Filoni described it this way. He called midichlorians. It's like uh, it's like being an athlete. Mm-hmm. Where like sometimes a son of an athlete, you you have like you're athletic too, but sometimes yeah. you're not a hundred percent. So it's kind of like, and you can work at it and become better, but become like an all time great. Yeah. So I I, I kind of like that analogy because yeah. it's like oh it 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 can be passed through the genetics, but not it's not necessarily that. So. But it seems like they've gone in the direction where it's like lineage, lineage, lineage. I know. That's where it's kind of like... I'd rather not have that. Yeah, that's too... It's too much. Where it's like... Where it's like, no, the idea is... Anyone. Anyone can... Becomes a Force user, and that's how it works. Yeah. But I am... I wonder how Luke... Like, because Luke had other students besides Kylo Ren, right? I think they ended up becoming the Knights of Ren. See, that's confusing. I still don't understand that. <laughs> Well, I don't even know how Luke found other Force-sensitive people. Was he doing the genetic testing that the Jedi were doing? Like, I don't know. I don't know how he found the people. I'm sure they'll explore it eventually. Okay. Um. Oh, they emerged prior to the slaughter of Jedi Master Luke's apprentices. Ah. Uh. See, I don't know. I don't think they use the Force. I no, think it says they are. Oh, they do use the Force. Well, they follow the dark side of the Force. I think they just like the dark side. I don't. I don't know if they use the Force though. It says Force warriors. Oh, Force sensitive warriors. Oh, we don't really see them use the Force though. Nope. It's weird. But I, no, I think did so. Did Kylo Ren did. Ben Solo kill all the students? Yeah, it says Ren, who earned the nickname Jedi Killer by destroying the generation of Jedi trained by Skywalker. That's insane. None of those people were... But I, I'm interested in, like... If, uh, I'd like to see that as a series. They're not going to do it because they have the... Maybe in a comic, then they'll do it. But I think it's already in comics. It's in the comics. I'd like to see that training. <laughs> and, like, did they all pick on... Like, did they not like Kylo Ren? Or was he friends with them but still went evil? I don't know. So many questions. The cool thing is they were based on rejected designs for Kylo Ren. Oh, I love when they do stuff like that's that. That's funny. Yeah, the one thing they, that Disney is doing, they're, they're using all material that exists. <laughs> like yeah. Anything rejected? Oh, that, that throne? We're putting this throne in here now. Mm-hmm. So that is cool. Yeah. Um, on Oh, next week, rate the discussions about do we rate Christmas movies separately from other movies? Yeah, are we like, because it's a Christmas movie, we judge it differently, like... Which I'm going to have some hard-hitting questions for you next week about okay. this. I got answers, maybe. <laughs> On Netflix today, Sweetheart. Come back tomorrow for America, Sweetheart. This week in Movies in the Now, and Trailer Talk. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.
thank you for listening to Destiny Pizzas. Until next week, grab a slice and enjoy. Goodbye.